You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Everybody, welcome to episode uh, 194. Three, Red Wings rant. Uh, we're tired of the fashion police for yard. It's Red Wings finally have a home, uh, a gome. Great, Mike. We have a gome. We have a gome. <laughs> I'm a sleepy boy. Um, Mike, having having kids is rough. Um, yeah. Let me tell you. That's uh, why I skipped that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Mike, we do have um, we have some uh, breaking news for the Detroit Red Wings to go over tonight. Uh, but ultimately, this was about a couple hours ago. I looked at my wife, and um, we had just gone through a little bit of a nightmare spell with the kids. And I went, oh, my God. I still have to record the podcast tonight. So <laughs> I just told Mike, if this ends up being a 15-minute uh runner here and uh we don't get too many comments i'm cool with that um so let's you know do you remember that movie the Santa claus with tim allen <laughs> yeah i just let's tried all... to watch the sequel this morning before my uh daughter lost her mind because it wasn't Minnie or mickey mouse oh yeah i don't even know why i watch <laughs> things that aren't mickey mini uh but this was one of those instances <laughs> remember that part where uh tim allen i think he like names all the different ways you can say Santa Claus. Yeah, Popo Shisho. Popo Shisho. And like Chris Kringle. Matt, Santa goes by another name this year, and it's Uncle COVID because <laughs> the Red Wings got a Christmas miracle and they got the whole week off. What a what a time, huh? Yeah, I was just uh, on LinkedIn this morning and I was uh there uh, I think it was Airbnb. Somebody posted like all right, signing off for the next couple of weeks. We'll be back open on January 6th. And I was like, wow, could you imagine working at Airbnb? Well, now the Red Wings can, because they're going to be <laughs> they're going to be off at least until uh, December. You know what? I think I wrote March now in the notes, now that I think about it. Uh, but they're going to be off until December 26th, or December 27th, I think, is the first game that they'd be coming back. I have the... We're flying by the seat of our pants today, uh, ladies and gentlemen. So this isn't, uh, I don't have a nice slideshow like I've had for a while. Uh, announced today due to the concern with the, the NHLPR, actually, I should say. Announced today that with the number of positive cases within the last several days, as well as continued COVID spread, the Detroit Red Wings games will be postponed at least through the scheduled completion of the league's holiday break in the schedule on the schedule on December 26th. The decision was made by the NHL, NHLPA, and club medical groups. Um so it was it was simultaneous posts by uh, the Detroit Red Wings actually on Twitter. They said we're canceled through December 26th, and then the next post by the Red Wings. So that this was I don't know why they they followed it up with this, and they were like, also here's another slew of Red Wings that are we're adding to the COVID list just to kind of <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of a lot of players. Uh... Tristan's back. Uh, hey boys, guess who had tickets oh, for tomorrow's game? No. Sorry, sorry, Tristan. Tristan. Yeah, that, that blows. Man. That hurts. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I. I it's pretty it, rampant. Yeah. I mean, it's it's crossing all the sports. Uh, it's not even because uh, I think I had our, my suspicions when uh, LeBron James tested positive, and then suddenly he's playing in the next game because he took like six or seven negative tests in a row. Um, but now it it actually is hitting all sports, all star players. Um. So yeah. This. I do want. I I don't know if this is gonna pop up on uh, on the YouTube, but I'm gonna try and highlight this right here. Uh, this is on the NHL public relations post, the schedule update. So we we do have the official statement from the NHLPA, but on their Twitter post, it says the Detroit Red Wings have been shut down at least through the scheduled completion. Um, I, I would say anybody that is talking about this right now is not highlighting that little ditty right there. Um, let's not forget, Mike, across planet Earth, COVID is running rampant right now with the, is it Omicron or uh, Omicron? Um, uh, I don't know. Um, Omicron, something like yeah, that. Omicron. Yeah, Omicron. Um, 
yeah, that new variant, variant. Yeah, it's is especially uh, contagious. Yeah. Exactly. And everybody's, you know, initial vaccines also uh, happen to be wearing off after six months. So it's a perfect combination here. So I mentioned the at least through because clearly they're all going to go home and see family. Performance art. Hola. How are you doing, buddy? Um, performance art, by the way, very active on Twitter this week. Um, I, I've been having a blast uh, discussing and also holding back from yelling at performance art. <laughs> for some of his stuff he's been saying but no I, I i do have fun with it so performance art you you do you and when i get angry it just happens because uh, sometimes we all disagree um but yeah i mean it's the holidays they're gonna go see family i don't have a ton of confidence with the mention of the at least through uh because it's not like they're telling them so, you know like we're going to shut down i think mike we we were invited to parties. Uh, you and I are vaccinated. So to me, it was kind of like, okay, I know I, I'm I'm safe. Um, I'm going to be getting the boosters this week. So hopefully that'll do a little extra work and hopefully it doesn't put me out for, for Christmas Eve and Christmas. But um, yeah, I, I'd say like that's another fear. Like if the NHL has the rule that if you're vaccinated, and you test positive um that at least through mention on the nhl pr uh statement here uh should have us shaken in our boots uh come december 27th uh the new york rangers might want to prepare for an extra long christmas break is what i'm saying that's our that's our first game out of the break um yeah i don't know how much more there is to add it, it at least it kind of feels like they're that the league is being a little bit more active um, with, okay, you know, we have enough of an outbreak. We're just going to shut it down. Um, I mean, I know the Red Wings, you know, in that game they won against the Devils, uh, it was nice to win, but, you know, we saw how much of an emergency panic button it was when we suddenly had to call up these guys who, you know, just, we just needed warm bodies literally on the ice. Um, You know, just we'll try and, have our first line out there and I, you know, we'll just boggle the rest of, uh, you know, just hit the boggle button on Grand Rapids Griffins and any other Red Wings. Um, wasn't Osterly playing on the wing yesterday? Uh, I know he was listed as uh, the seventh defenseman. I, I don't know if, uh, if I did. Cause I think he had time point. on the wing yesterday too. Oh, wow. So it was I all over even the map. That. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I think well, it's a, it's a good move, but I, it's probably we'll, one we'll game. We'll see how it two. pans out the rest of the season because I know that they also had um, contingencies should this happen uh, where they had, you know, we're supposed to have extra breaks scheduled so that you can still reschedule games like this. Yeah. Um, well, it's it's one of those things too. Like it's even one game too late, right? Because now the Red Wings <laughs> announced Sam Gagne, Pew Suter, Joe Valeno, their video coach, Jeff Weintraub, now have COVID. Um, you don't catch it overnight, but. I mean, those are another four guys that were on the ice or three guys that were on the ice last night that could be spreading it Jersey. And um, I don't know. It's just, uh, I, I like what you're saying about the NH making uh, the big move. Whoops. I lost you there for a second. Was that both of us that just disappeared? Yeah. I lost. Well, I thought you were like, <laughs> this is a really good um, uh, screenshot. Yeah. But uh, I just, yeah, I wish like with everything that was happening the day before, I think it, that was probably the move. Can I ask a hard question? And maybe this is something I want to kind of hear our, our folks kind of comment on. Do you, I don't know if I want to use the word upset. I mean, do you approve of the way that they're handling this? And I guess the way I want to phrase it is, um, I like that I can still get my NBA and NHL fix. No. Um and then if it has to be, you know, like a week or two where suddenly, you know, the teams that I like have to take a break, um, I like I understand. And I guess if I'm still going to get my fix and know that most of these players um, are vaccinated, doing their best to not, you know, spread it around. It almost feels like, you know, an evil I can kind of accept. Um, am I in the minority in that feeling? Well, what did Steve say yesterday? Uh, Steve said he doesn't understand what the NHL is doing with kicking guys out of the game who are vaccinated and have are showing symptoms similar to a cold. Um, 
so to say you're in the minority um is that how do you feel about that with, with steve saying coming out and and throwing down with the nhl because i'll say this i feel like they got they're just trying to cover their own keister right yeah I'll, I'll say this i i think right now the nhl has no idea how to handle it properly so I think, yeah, you're right. Like this is the this is really the best way to handle it. I I might have cringed a little bit when Steve when I read that Steve said that yesterday. I was a little like, oh, all right. Well, Steve, here's what we do. We offer solutions. Um, <laughs> I love Steve Eiserman. We all know that as when it comes to being an NHL GM, clearly he's he's made some moves that there are very few negatives that we can point to right now. Maybe not, you know, we're not going to land on Steve Eiserman for <laughs> figuring out how to work through a pandemic and and an outbreak on his own team. Um, I'll say that. I uh, I wasn't too impressed with Steve's comment because usually you ask for solutions and just complaining about how things are being handled uh, is never enough for me. And um, I think I think there is one, you know, to take that a step further. I heard it discussed on Puck Soup this week. They were saying... You know, if if it's more about making sure that everybody gets the booster and then we can start to make decisions about keeping, you know, it's 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 going to be keeping these players away from people that they can infect if we need to play these games, because what they decided to do now is really the best solution. Games canceled, done. Nobody's going to the arena. Players aren't coming and getting another team sick like that's really the best solution. But if you absolutely need to play these games and put them on TV, then maybe we force, you know, get everybody to get the booster. Also, nobody's allowed in the arena. Because what Steve's missing is that these guys who have cold-like symptoms could pass it to somebody who is not vaccinated, who could severely turn... (laughs) I mean, I, I just... I hear these stories from my wife every day. So I don't, I don't need someone to tell me, like, it's not that bad. I don't need someone to tell me, like, oh, I've had it before, so I'm fine. Nope. Hear these tragic stories literally every day because my wife is a doctor and is in the thick of this. Doctor wife. So I don't, I yeah, like, it really does. I'm sorry. If it's about saving the person that, you know, is going to lose a loved one, um, you know, or I mean, saving that loved one uh, could be somebody close to me. Yeah, I'll do everything I can. So I'll, I'll put it that way. But yeah, if we want to say what's the, you know, go the step further from what Steve did and try and come up with a solution, that's probably the best way to do it. Got to do the boosters, keep fans out of the arena until we have, you know, the, the, the better idea. So then Steve doesn't have to run to Grand Rapids and fill out a team, which I think is where that comment I came think- from. I think he was frustrated with the day. Yeah. That he had to do that because he has guys that he's saying he feels like they just had a cold, right? And uh, that's frustrating. Well, I think the problem is that people are looking at it like, you know, if I'm driving, you know, that's my choice if I don't want to wear a seatbelt. But the problem is that it's more like texting where you're choosing to text and it impacts so many other people. So, yeah. And then I, I guess I would say that if we're going to have these these breaks, I don't know if we – need to have these games played it's a little bit like in baseball sometimes like the teams in the lower half will just finish with a record that's under 162 games because eh, did we need you know game 132 against you know the you know national league team for the tigers nah not really we'll get them next year you know so uh, i i I guess what we're going to look at is a longer season you know but yeah um like longer in terms of teams that matter, right? Where they'll actually play maybe their full 82 to help get the yeah, playoff seedings in order. But I want to go into the comments real quick. Um, they're all vaccinated except for Bert. This is Tristan. What's the point of shutting down the NHL with light symptoms? They're supposedly at very little risk from harm. So back to my original point, I would just say to this Tristan. So, you know, Tristan followed that up by saying he's on Stevie's side. I, again, will say, I think Steve was frustrated. I think he wants a better solution, but I think shutting down the NHL is a sign that the, they don't have a better solution right now. And that's the best solution when you have like, just, all right, 
let's not keep spreading the virus. Let's just shut it down. We'll figure it out, which is probably what they should do across the league instead of just picking teams here or there. I, I would say that's that's probably what uh, why you go that route of shut it down, figure out what you need to do. Like, r- don't go on. Don't go on the fly because you're just it's just NHL. It's just silly little games. So we don't need to play these games. So this is like the last thing on our priority list until we can figure out the best way to keep everybody safe is kind of where my head's at. But um, kind of doubling down on that idea, like, sure, we can come back and do games. But the, as Mike, I told you when I went to Little Caesars Arena, my wife and I were the only two people, even though there's signs everywhere that say we recommend you wear your mask right now. Mm-hmm. Signs everywhere. We were the only two people that wore our masks to inside the arena. The only two. It's insane. And it's just taking that extra step to make sure maybe the person sitting next to you is not vaccinated and they could get sick. You can still carry it if you're vaccinated. I'm safer, but I'm trying to help everybody else. And that's kind of where my head's at. And I'm not saying if you're not making those choices, you don't care. I'm just saying why don't we try and put ourselves in that situation where why don't we just do everything we can? And I think uh, now we're getting a little too far off the rails. Yeah. We're getting a little far into, into the weeds. Um, I guess I would just say that the, the reason that I'm siding with the NHL and the Red Wings plan to just shut it down is we don't, I, I, I still feel like we don't have enough data to really make the best possible decision of all time. So it's probably better to just shut it down and then kind of recalibrate once we kind of reset and everybody's kind of gone through a, you know, quarantine or like symptom free period. So I, I don't I don't mind hitting the reset button. That's that's probably the safest. It's probably not the quickest. There probably is, Tristan, you know, a scenario where most of the guys, you know, they're all like in their twenties and thirties. You know, if they just stayed on the ice, you know, we could probably just play a game, but just for covering every everybody's high knees legally and you know money wise and you know not you know I, the Red Wings let me go to a game and I got sick and a family member died that kind of thing like that's that's not even like they're not even gonna muck around with that anymore so I I kind of get where they're coming from it is very a very conservative choice um, and I, I still think you know they're still putting games out there you know with got I I have no idea how the contact tracing actually works because I mean. When Blashill leans over to like give him the play, you're telling me he didn't talk to Larkin in the past week. Like I, I have no idea how that works. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like Blashill's positive. There's he didn't talk to most of the team, and we still like had enough guys for a game yesterday. It's just, uh, you know, we're 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 just trying to figure it out. So I'm I'm okay with the well the conservative we'll on, shutdown. We'll end on this one, um, Tristan. I I will we can talk later i'm sorry tristan's coming up you know he's he's got his counterpoints um but i also said i said maybe we'll just do a 15 minute episode we're at 18 minutes uh so we'll we'll end it here tristan i i I hear you what you're saying and i think performance art put it the best here in terms of pathology and biomedical science the knowledge of this virus is in the newborn baby phase oh basically not much so yeah that just comes back to until we figure out something better yeah, I'm not like happy to miss, you know, not be watching Red Wings at night, but and I get it. Tristan, do not apologize for sharing your opinions. I in no way am I angry. No. I'm only I'm only angry at performance art who was taking dumps on Grice. I'm just kidding. Grace, <laughs> performance art was trying to figure out why why was I mad? Honestly, performance art, I can't remember. There's I think it might have been something. I don't even know if I was involved, but I get like your your comments just pop up in my feed. You could be commenting to somebody else. But this this is actually a good example of of how you shouldn't let anybody get you too angry on social media. Because I, I wasn't actually angry. That was more just for fun to state it that way. But I, I feel like we really, definitely need the context of this. I don't even I don't, I don't even, know even remember what it was. I it, it sounds it, like like when you and I get in a fight. I don't even remember what we were mad about. Yeah, maybe I can scroll down here and just see. see it's definitely a very important thing that we need to dwell on here <laughs> we as we kind of roll into the show. Oh, you know what? I think it was because I, I did. Uh, it, it was Grace. That's what we were talking about. Um, so we had just scored. Uh, we were taking control of this one was my tweet. And then Performance Art replied and said, Grace sucks. 
And then I said, he is turning into a rough watch again. And then performance art response to my, I was pretty conservative with my comment. And then performance yeah. art was like, no, he just sucks. No confidence in him. So I, I, I would at least say, um, so this, this was going to be my next comment. And I think then we got scored on and then we immediately scored again. So it was one of those things where I was like, ah, crap, I got to put some videos together on Twitter before I, I respond to this. And then it got away from me. But uh, yeah, I was just ready to say like, well, he did suck in the beginning of last season. And then the second half, he was the best, you know, like a top five goaltender in the league from expected yeah. goals. So I, I will say maybe he's streaky. Uh, and right now, we got Grice, a win out of him. You know what Grice does, Matt? He yeah. makes you feel like saying Grice sucks. Because <laughs> I want to say it too. And I know there's a lot of statistics, right? You know, we can look at the second half. We can look at, you know, once once he plays like nine games in a row, man, is he good. But it's like, ah, oh, we got to go through the first eight games of shenanigans. And then we get to Grice goodness. So performance, uh -huh. <laughs> I kind of get it. Like, he sucks. I know there's all these stats. I know, but I don't want to wait for him. You know, I, he had a couple of rough games this season. I'm going to think about those. Yeah, may, like maybe he'll come along, but performance art is maybe it just means like there. it's a it's a it's an indictment on on Grice, but Nadelkovic has just been that good. Um, and I do want to give a, a quick shout out Tristan to throw in the comments that this is just a frustrating situation for everyone. I I, I don't want that to be missed, uh, especially for anybody listening to the podcast and can't see the comments on YouTube. Uh, but yeah, absolutely, Tristan. That's why I think that's why it gets so frustrating. We get or, or we get so angry, or we get these cross opinions is because we don't know what's going on with this situation and and i'm really bummed because we're missing a, a home game this week tristan especially yeah tristan um, had to and we actually we actually mad. win home games <laughs> so i mean that's one game that we had a shot to win <laughs> as we continue to pad this incredible uh home home uh you know win loss record and uh, performance arts uh, coming back to us. He's very true. The more he plays, the better he is. <laughs> you guys, if we give Grice like 30 games in a row, imagine how good he's going to be. <laughs> Unbelievable. Is it time to go? Yeah, go for it. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. But with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. So even as a Lion fan, even we managed to score a point. <laughs> if Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score. With promo code THPN, this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. Well, uh, Mike, somebody else uh, had a good game last night. Let's see if Are I can. Are we talking about Uncle Mo? Well... There I guess a, you could throw Larkin in there, but man, oh that most cider pass, huh? Yeah, that cider pass, huh? Woo! I lost the tweet. I, I did have it saved. I don't know where it went. But yeah, Mo, Mo was great. Um, I guess uh, here's here we go. I was going to transition into this video, and I'm just doing a god-awful job of it right now. Um, this was shared by Bally Sports uh, this morning. Uh, it's pretty much just a recap of, of Larkin's game. Uh, so we can we can pull this up. I gotta be it real quick. Oh my god, oh, we're gonna get blacked. Okay, whew. So, hey, turn that sound out. <laughs> there we go. Oh, that's that's too far. All right, podcast listeners, I do apologize, but here we go. We're gonna go through the uh, the Larkin highlights here. So here's the first one. Heronic. I mean, is this first... a Larkin highlight or a Heronic <laughs> highlight? Because that was a pretty incredible I... play. 
here, this is great. I'm glad you said that. Because this was, was, can I say, heroic? We have not seen a knuckleball like this since Bless the Start, Steve Sparks, on like the 1998 Detroit Tigers. But he did, there's no way. He's been practicing that, that one. He's been practicing. I've been watching the clips, man. I Go to NHL.com, look up Peronic Knuckleballs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, I, I, I really, I'm really glad it turned out this way. And I, I do think that this was something that Heronic, uh, like, this totally could have been ready to go. This is what Heronic wanted to do. But there's so much luck that went into this, right? Is there? I don't I mean, this I'm is, gonna say this guy is a league leader in empty net goals. You're telling me he doesn't also practice knuckleballs from 880 <laughs> feet? I, I mean, on. I can give him more credit, but um, I mean, really, I, I tweeted last night that this was. Larkin being a, a magnet for uh, for the rubber puck, like this is <laughs> that that's really what this turned into. Especially here with Nemistikov uh, and Larkin coming in late, uh, gets the pass from from Suter. Now Nemistikov's got it, and just poof, there's Larkin out of nowhere, gets a second of the night. Um, that was some, this was some beautiful skating though. That third one for Larkin, man. Now, did did everybody? I I hope. Everybody was following along on Twitter because uh, you know how advanced the skating move was. It's so advanced that like the NHL video game can't handle it, and your player just would have like backskated past the blue line. It just never would have worked. So he did something even a video game hasn't figured out yet. Guy with oh, there's sound again. Oh boy. Nope, we're canceled. Damn, our videos are getting taken down. (laughs) There goes the archive. He's just feeling it right now, right? Like it's not like that was the most amazing deke, but. Larkin we really got to queue just... up McCarty every time Larkin scores because he's healthy. Oh, my God. But, yeah, um, I think the stats now, is he at thir- is it 32 points in 30, 33 games? But he's on pace for a 40-goal season. I, uh, I'm i not ready to comment on that till I pull it up. <laughs> 29 points and uh, 31 games. There we go. Yeah. Uh, right. Lucas, uh, so he's, he's finally – Jump to the number one spot. Lucas at 28 points. Um, and then uh, Larkin now third in assists on the team because he notched one. And then uh, Raymond uh, now first. Uh, Cider second. Both of those guys with 18. And then the goals. Uh, Larkin 15. Tyler 12. Lucas Raymond 10. It's all. It's uh, Mike. Sound familiar? That first line seems to be. <laughs> Common denominator there. Yeah, uh, they've done done okay this year. You know, they've been okay. Um, Yeah, I did have that. uh, I think we probably should queue up that cider play because that, Mike, could be, that could be one we're we're looking at, like, in a couple years where we're like. Are the the Red Wings uh, uh, faithful? Are they familiar with uh, Randy Marsh on South Park um, having ectoplasm all over himself? I don't know. That was Mickey Redman in the booth last night on that most cider pass. <laughs> Gross. Um, <laughs> I guess, uh, yeah, there's uh, for sure. Um, it's been mentioned, I bet, on the show. Uh, definitely in the Brothers of, of Discussion. I don't know if Red Wings Rant has had the pleasure of uh, that image being featured. Uh, but yeah, let's let's uh, let's back up here. Oh God, there's sound. Oh God, I blew it up. Oh, Bally's gonna destroy us. We're done. Oh no, it happened again. Bally's no. We're not making any money off this. Bally's, please. <laughs> well, that's actually uh, part of the conversation too. Is uh, we get in a little bit of trouble here. I don't I don't have to say that we own this because we don't make any money on YouTube right now. So we get to just <laughs> skate away scot free. Um, all right, so here's here's our boy Mo, right? Uh, for podcast listeners, we're we're talking about our Tuesday goal here. Um, so what? Our last episode, we gushed about uh, the play that Cider had just to make a little extra space, so on the power play, uh, Larkin could put one in, right? And it wasn't really like the greatest shot in the world we saw from Larkin, but it right. clearly was all about the space that Cider generated. Um, this right here is all about making sure we can actually get into the zone. You know, I, I'm going to say on time because I can't think of a better phrase. Uh, I mean, this is just this is just a veteran move as he moves through here, and he has to get the puck away with two different. I'm going to say Jersey because uh, they're dumb jerseys last night. Jersey defenders coming in on Mo, 
So he makes the veteran play to get in onside, and he immediately knows where he's going next. And that's a between-the-leg pass right there. Between can, I, uh, the can I add a caveat to your description? Yeah. You said veteran play. Bless his heart, Mark Stahl is a veteran. I've never seen him make a play like that. Man, there's few defensemen in NHL history I feel comfortable <laughs> seeing that maneuver from. Uh, he made an elite, uh, you know, future Hall of Fame play right there. Just waiting for that, you know, not just the smart move to wait for everybody to tag up, but. Yeah. Man. And that that one's more like if you're going to be in the NHL, you better be able to figure I mean, out how showed, to do this. Like but, we've seen guys who are creative. We've seen players who are smart, but he's creative and smart, like to even get this puck into a spot like that. <laughs> Performance art. Uh, Bert's hair in slow motion is epic. Uh, <laughs> it's a good look. Yep. Um, so as we yep scroll forward here, we'll watch it one more time. But yeah, like another element to this is that Tuesday's ready to go, right? Like we're we're going to talk about rookie to veteran and the hockey smarts. Tuesday knows he can trust Cider already. There's no question about it. So he's going to go get this play set up. And, like, think about, you could have that thought in your head, like, oh, I should go help out the rookie. He's about to, you know, it's a two-on-one. Look, he's he's on the point. If this is a turnover, <laughs> I mean, we're in big doo-doo. Um, but, no, Tuesday knows that Cider can handle it. I think that's an element of this play that got missed last night when it's getting dissected by Larry Murphy and Mickey Redmond, who have a 1,000 years combined in, of NHL experience. And um, I... I you talk about a first line, Mike, that has all the confidence in the world to just keep putting pucks in the back of the net. And you're, you're trying to put a finger on it, right? Like, how could this first line be so dominant? And it's because they get to carry themselves with all this confidence, right? Like, they have all the skill, but if they didn't trust each other the way they do, we, we've had skill on the first line before, and it has looked pretty good in the past. Uh, yeah. But I think that's it. It's it's Bertuzzi going, all right, my rookie is about to get double teamed here, but I'm going to go to the net because he's going to get me the puck here in a second. That's insane. And it, it's it's really, it's, you know, two conversations there. Awesome, the chemistry this line has. Uh, and I when I call it the line, I just were talking about the, the first pair D with the first line. But, I mean, come on. Can I say, like... No. We're kind of, we're, we're squeaking in, right, if the playoffs actually started today. Right, we'd yeah. be the eighth seed, um, and it's it's felonious because we're above Boston, who has a better goal differential than us, and they've played like I think five five fewer games. Um, but with this week off, you know, this extra time off where there's no revenue hockey, right. I'm kind of, I'm going to be kind of glued to the Bruins, and I got to think Iserman is too because if he's watching these Mo Sider highlights, um watching the standings and if by god somehow we could be like within a point or two of of the bruins and still kind of be in the playoff hunt iceman's got to be thinking my god we're going to be buyers at the deadline well mike that's i'm gonna i'm gonna switch this out here uh, our overlay so everybody can take a peek at what's going on on the screen that's a conversation that is is coming up right we talked about thanksgiving break how far are the red wings going to be out of a playoff spot now we're like we're talking about christmas break and there's still a playoff spot in our grasp. Now, we can organize these guys by points percentage, and clearly Boston's above us. But now we've we've gone on top of Columbus at this point. Uh, just within the last week, we were saying, well, Boston and Columbus are on top of us, so really we're eighth, but are we really eighth? We're holding on. We're holding on. And maybe it's just because we've we've had, you know, the home games coming in at, at the right time. We've had the, the likes of New Jersey, who we both predicted, by the way. Mike, we go back an episode. I predicted a Tyler Bertuzzi hat trick. Mike, I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure you predicted a Larkin hat trick. Uh, so we're going to have to cue that up at some point because <laughs> you nailed that. I was close. I I, I just knew somebody was going to score a lot of goals, and we nailed the team. I did predict Grace would suck. <laughs> well, you and performance art. Yeah, performance, I think we were right again. Once again, he kind of sucked. So, um, so yeah, that, I, and I want to bring up what Tristan, what you just put in the chat, because that's key to our neck to this conversation. So we're showing the uh, the standings right now for anybody listening to the podcast. We do sit in the second wild card spot, 
Boston is behind us uh, right now. Uh, Mike, did you just roll through these? We have 33 points. Boston has 30, but of course mm-hmm. we have five games in hand. It's a lot so, of games. <laughs> yeah. The, the points percentage there is uh, 532 for us and Boston is 577. I mean, to give you an idea too, Mike, on the Western conference, everybody's above a 600 points percentage. Everybody Ooh. that's got a playoff spot. So if you want to look at the Red Wings as the legit playoff contender, we're not sniffing around. Like we're not seeing a team at 5:32, and Columbus, who's at 5:18. We're all like sniffing around a playoff spot. Like it's one of those things. Like that's part of the conversation why we're so deep into the season and still hold a playoff spot. So we have to be realistic with it. But Mike, you make a great point. When do we start talking about? Buyers or sellers at the trade deadline. And Tristan threw up there, what's the ETA for Jakob? I saw that thrown at uh, Max Boltman today. So he was doing a, a live Q&A on Twitter. And he did apologize for not having something more concrete. But I think it goes in line with what we said in the last episode with probably going to hear something more for that timeline within, uh, you know, with probably within a month here. We'll hear something uh, new. And... Um, you know, I got to say, Mike, if he's getting shut down for the whole season, they better, if they already know that, they better tell us because that is pretty Yeah, my up. hopes are really high right now. I'm already doing the math about all the goals he's going to pump in on the second line. Um, um, can you pull well, Robert, up? Uh, I, yeah, can you do one, one, more for, one more favor for me? Yeah. Um, pull up the Western Conference standings. Pulled up. Crunch. Let me crunch those numbers. Okay. <laughs> Oh, you have it. Is it set up for uh, like playoffs? Yes. Can so you just you guys... do the. Can you just do the straight conference? Um. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Let's do it. And then I want you to go to the bottom third of the West. Can I so I'm watching. You? I'm watching the Bruins, and I'm watching team number eleven. San Jose. Yep. Because they have our boy. Uh, just chilling. Having another uh, fairly productive season. And uh, we're talking about Hurdle the Turtle. Um, that'd be my team. I want them to keep tanking, keep playing like crap so that we can, uh, you know, if Hurdle's going to leave, maybe that's we can throw a, a non-first and non-second round pick over there. Bring Hurdle the Turtle in, bring in Verona. Woo! We start cooking, man. Could you, I mean, a second line. A second uh, line of Hurdle uh, the Turtle, uh, Verona, and Rana. I don't give a shit. Woo! That's a good line. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Uh, Woo! Man. Tristan says he scored 20 goals right at town. Now, Silver 33-44 does come in with a better, uh, you know, this this is more attuned to, uh, I think, what was said um, when he first went down. But it is the four to six months. Uh, and he says if he, vag- he vaguely remembers, but you nailed it, Silver. Uh, Blaschel alluded to um, that not indicating that he actually already had the surgery. Um Wait, that's wait. I'm confused, but all right. But well, Silver, you, that, you said yes. not indicating that yes. he already has. Okay, I got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, but I, I'm still saying after the Olympic break is uh, is Verana. Uh, and Jared thrown out there. Hurdle would be would be solid. Um, absolutely. And this is that's who we t- that that was one of our guys on our free agency podcast. If you guys haven't heard that one, I'd, I'd say scroll back and listen to that one. Um. And Tristan says, no, wait for free agency. To spend early on Hurdle wouldn't be worth it. We face Florida. We get bounced. Woo. Oh, man. Tristan, that's what we're doing. We want to figure this out right now. I still, I, Mike, Mike got me excited. If we, if, let's say, let's say we are even sniffing, like, top three division. Is that where you want to be, Mike? Because right now, if we go back, uh, I'll scroll back to the standings. And we look at our division here. <clears throat> Tampa, Toronto, Florida, 42 points, 42 points, 40 points, respectively. And then you jump down seven points to the wingdings at number four in the Atlantic. Do you want to see us a couple points out of that division spot before you're a buyer at the trade deadline? I'm watching. There's only one move I want to make that is feasible and it's going to be hurdle. And it's going to be, like I said, not a first, not a second. It would have to be a third round. Cause he's going to be leaving anyway for a sharks team. That's poo poo. You can come here and play with these amazing kids. Um, 
Maybe. I mean, uh, well, it'll it'll be interesting. I, I definitely a third rounders. Uh, I'm definitely lowballing them, Tristan. No, there's no getting around that. But as far as a couple teams, I'm going to be watching with the Red Wings off. I'm going to be watching the Sharks. I want to see them if they keep stinking. Um, and I want to see Boston. I want to see what it looks like when they catch up to us in games played. And uh, we just haven't had this option in a while. It's just always been sell. Uh, God, for what, five years in a row? It's been sell. Um, and it's been, you know, kind of sit back and let the other teams, you know, throw draft pick offers at us. So I think it, it's it's at least something to think about. Well, here's here's another thing to think about. <clears throat> Jared Shaw throwing out there. Verona had his surgery on the 5th of November. So that does oh. really put us into March uh, for that four to six month uh, timetable. Performance art summed it up here. Poo-poo. Yeah, that is poo-poo. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a little later than I thought. Yeah. Uh, Tristan uh, throwing up, uh, you know, what got pulled in for uh, Felino. I, and I, I mean, yeah, if, if, if you can pull what Mike's talking about, absolutely. You, you pull the trigger cause that's not going to hurt us, but um, it would have to be like an Adelkovich move or Iserman is just baffled that they made the move. Yeah. And that would probably have to happen now, right? Like you're getting outside of the trade deadline. Um, and I, I think that's, that's when that move gets made and you're like, wow, can you believe what the Red Wings traded away to get hurdle to fill out this roster? But even that wouldn't make sense right now because we don't even know what Verona's timetable is. So I'll say this, Mike, you're right. If it's a third round pick for hurdle, absolutely you do it. We're also the other, <laughs> yeah. The other thing that this is dependent on is the standings yeah. in, you know, a couple of weeks when Boston actually catches up. So this is still very mm-hmm. hypothetical. Yeah. And I, I think uh, maybe one of the things uh, going for us right now is, um, Maybe, maybe how up in the air, you know, the future is um, for all these different teams. So maybe there's a chance that uh, those those costs for, for trading these players goes down a little bit. But, I mean, yeah, like I'd come back to Tristan's point of, of what happened at last year's trade deadline. And it was um, – some guys are getting moved for some insane uh, – Pauls. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I would just say – We'll save this conversation for when we get closer, but I think it's absolutely worth it to say we're thinking about it, right? Like that's a conversation that has to come up. Are we going to be buyers or sellers? And how far up the standings do we have to be for you, Mike, to be, to make us a buyer? For me to make us a buyer? I, I'm coming back to that conversation. I would at least, I would at least, I would at least like a positive goal differential, um, <laughs> as well as uh, you know, seeing where Boston ends up. Uh, but I mean, negative 16, still, you know, many games ahead of the teams that were ahead. It's, it, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not, an, you know, an accurate representation of the standings at this juncture. Let me, let me throw in another caveat here, Mike. This is probably the most important one. If Verona comes back, the trade deadline is March 21st. So four months on the button means he's, he's coming back March 5th. I doubt that'll happen. Yeah, that's a very optimistic return. But you want to see Verona come back and see what he looks like. Because you don't, you're not going to make trades here to fill out your second line. Um, like when I'm doing Red Wing Kool Aid, this is cheaper. This is, uh, you know, again, another very glasses half full. Everything's going right. I mean, we, we would either have to be at where we're at in the standings or a little bit better. Um, and we, we'd be cooking. So that I mean, a lot of things would be going right if if I'm looking at hurdle. Yeah, uh, Jared thrown out there. I think the GMs in the league have Stevie's number blocked after that Ned trade. <laughs> I I think that that's going to be something too. Where when we start pulling in the Tomash hurdles, it's going to hurt, and it's going to hurt bad. I I don't know if I want that trade. That's going to hurt bad now, because still great points by Tristan of like if we make it to the playoffs. Do we really think we're going to pull a Montreal Canadiens and go to the Stanley Cup? I don't think so, <laughs> to be honest. Like, we would really have to, you know, like, blow that trade out of the water and probably pick up a couple of guys. So, there, I mean, there's teams that are going to be, stan- you know, uh, like legit playoff contenders already that are going to be making a lot of moves to, like, Think about um, like the Edmonton Oilers uh, and how many trades they're going to need to make. And we would look at them as for sure going to be in the playoffs. And, and they've, they've 
they're not as you know they're not far behind like us uh they've gone on a little bit of a dip here when when loss wise but that's that's a team to compare to where if they pick up a couple of guys legit stanley cup contender we're picking up a couple of guys to just lock in a playoff spot is that really what we're ready to do no but i think it's also part of that like uh seduction phase where with free agency, it's just kind of like, well, have you heard of Hockey Town? And remember, we have Gordy Howe from the, you know, like 50 years ago. Man, don't you want to sign here? Eh. Our stadium's named after a pizza place. Eh. And you get to play with Mo Sider, kind of. He'll be on the back line for you. Yeah, but who are the other five guys? We don't know. Um, so I guess besides just throwing a bag at him, I feel like having him in a trade and kind of giving him a, you know, a little bit of time you know, in Detroit to kind of get a feel for what it's like to play under Iserman. I think that does make a difference when guys are traded for instead of just signed. But performance art uh, throws out there. I think uh, we stand pat. Tristan throws out there. This is the, it's the off season. That's going to be the biggest one for us. Uh, massive cump shot throws out there. Everything depends on Chris Hill <laughs> spending to the cap next year. He's not as dead. Um, is that Swedish? Is it massive cump shot? <laughs> Good to meet you, Massive. I saw that pop up in the comments, and I couldn't have been more excited to announce to our, our Swedish friend Massive. Our, our new friend Massive Kumshat. Um, Is it Kumshat or a Kumshow? <laughs> yeah. Is that a silent that T, a at the end? T at the end? Yeah. Um, Tristan continues. We're going to spend big. Um, oh wait, you lost that, that comment there. Oh. Yeah, we're going to spend big uh, this offseason, turn things around. I'm saying we lock in a third in the division next year. Yeah, it'd be nice. Yeah, um, I mean, everything's kind of pointing that way, right? I mean, you talk about, like, we know how good Cider looks. What if Edmondson looks like 80% Cider? Whew, and... Man, what if he's just 30% Cider? <laughs> Immediately our second best defenseman. Yeah, 80% is generous. <laughs> you're, you're, you're actually right on that. I, I so he's not a Hall of Famer, but he's an all-timer. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, performance art thrown out there. Uh, quick uh, little ditty on the Oilers. Um, I did want to say, I, I saw this pop up in the comments, and um, apparently this rumor that Mike Babcock is headed to the Oilers to make them a, a Stanley Cup contender um, was actually a rumor just started by a fan. So then uh, a writer picked up on it, and I think he looks pretty silly right now. So I just I did see that. Did a, I heard did that a, did a puck soup. Did a Babcock burner Twitter account start that rumor? <laughs> yeah, Babcock started that rumor. One of his burners. Well, I, uh, I yeah, I don't know. know. Yeah, there's oh, nothing boy. to that. Kenny Holland. Uh, he's uh, ready to pull me back. Oh. Um, this is this would be good good news for you, man. So you can brush off that impression and bring that back. Massive cum shot, or I'm sorry, massive, massive cum show. Massive cum there. show. After what Babcock did to Johan Franz, and he's worse than Torts. For player morale, I I agree, Masiv. I I hope we'd ever see Babcock again. I just uh, Masiv. Every time you throw in a Mr. Kumshow, yeah, Mr. Kumshow, I'm so tickled by that name. I I'd be very afraid to find what is on your YouTube channel. <laughs> wow, yeah, it has to get taken down like every day. It just uh, yeah. How many iterations of Masiv Kumshat? <laughs> it's Kum Show, man. Massive Kum oh, Show. Kum Show. I'm sorry. Yeah. Soft uh, tea. Yeah. Here we go, Mike. We have the stats are in. Tristan Edmondson is going to be 45% cider defensively, 110% cider offensively. And to think that the things I've been most impressed by cider with are his offensive moves the last couple of games. Holy mackerel, Mike. 80 points for Edmondson. I, up I love this uh, Scott Steiner math here. I'm this is really good. Yeah. <laughs> 30. I wish I could rattle that off. I'm not even going to try. Um, Look up uh, Scott Steiner uh, math on uh, YouTube, you guys. You will not be disappointed. Yeah. Here Big we go. Big pop a pump. Masiv Kumshow, uh, Babcock, and Evander Kane, KHL material all the way. That's another thing, Mike. We got to ask. I think Tristan brought it up in the last episode in the comments, and we were just so busy I missed it. Red Wings have been checking out Evander Kane. Here's my official stance on it. Nah, I'm good. Unless it's like, a, a, you know, a run with the Griffins, which I know some people are huge Griffins fans. I'm I'm not. I I have I have joy going to Griffins. Like it I, it brings me joy to go to a Griffins game. Uh, if they were to poison their roster with Vander Kane, that's I would rather trade another first for Kyle Quincy. 
<laughs> that is the best way to put That's it. my official stance. <sighs> Mike, you nailed it. That's got to be the way to end the podcast. That was, uh, we got to roll. I said 15 minutes. Mike, we're at minute 48 right now. Damn it. Um, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to throw this out there as, as we wrap up, uh, please, uh, subscribe to the channel. If you guys had, uh, just a, a, a modicum or a modicum of, uh, fun here. If you too had a massive cum show listening <laughs> to this episode, you should definitely subscribe. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Masif, for jumping in the comments. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I More eloquent that. than I would have expected from a... I hope you stick you know, around. Yeah. Yeah, no, honestly, I saw the name and I was like, oh boy, this is going to be an ad. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't, so I appreciate it. Thank you, yeah. uh, Kum Show, for coming along. Go, for coming. Anyway. Hey, uh, I get it. <laughs> I see what you did there. Good old Matt Lovin over there. All right, let's rest. Right, this one up. Give us uh yeah, hit hit the old like button on the video right now, guys. I see there's 14 people watching. Could all 14 of you please hit the like button? Uh give us the old subscribe too. And then uh, we're so close to 600. It'd be nice to hit 600 before the end of the year, even though my goal this year, Mike, was to hit a thousand. You know what? 600's fine. What 60% of your goal doesn't hurt. But uh, also, if you guys do have the time, uh the um, Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts does us the most good. So for the podcast uh, to to gain some ground here, the YouTube channel's doing great. We want that podcast to grow. So uh, if you guys do have a second, just make up an Apple account. Go in there and give us the review. Greatly appreciate it. We'll start reading off these uh, reviews if you guys want to make me laugh. Um, Masiv Kumsho, if you want to go in there and give us your best. Uh... <laughs> give us please fin- please finish that sentence, Matt. Give us a review worthy of your your name, uh, and it's it's gonna be. You know what? I will I'll put it in my office. I'll create a poster if you do that, uh, and then we'll we'll make that our our banner. On our I want to get to at least eight hundred and ninety five subscribers. Oh, because that's how right, many goals Ovechkin's gonna have. Tristan throws out there. He he has the spelling for us. Ah, uh, there we go. Masiv Kumsho. Kumsho. <laughs> All right. Let's All right, go guys. watch. Uh, we got to go catch up on The Witcher. We got a lot going on tonight. I'm what a show. What a pro. So many you guys that have already seen Spider Man and are spoiling it. You're the absolute worst. I hate you all. It's going to take me forever to find a babysitter around the holidays, but uh, hopefully I see that one. But yeah, The Witcher, go check that out, guys. We gotta go. I'm going to go watch it right now. But uh, we'll see you guys. Uh, we might do uh, an abbreviated episode after Christmas, but I think we might have time to do one normal one on Wednesday, Mike. Yeah, it's going to be a five-minute episode, and then it will turn into 45 <laughs> minutes like usual. Yeah. So. <laughs> We're planning for five, so clearly 45 will, will be. That's where we'll Absolutely. All right. We're hitting 51 minutes. All right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. I hope you guys had fun. Um, we'll, we'll see you later. Bye.